Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. She just goes a little mad sometimes. Wolfman's got Mars. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. We have such sights to show you. They're all gonna laugh at you. You're listening to the Jersey Cool. Hey everybody! What's up? And welcome back to another episode with the Jersey Ghouls. That's right. And tonight we are doing something pretty unique, I think, and fun. You, Jackie, I have to say, you you came up with this idea, so I'm going to let you introduce our kooky idea for tonight. I can't. So, ready? I'm gonna I'm gonna get through my story of how we got to this, and I'll just preface this by saying, any YouTuber or other podcast that I mention in this little story. Everything will be listed down below. Links will be listed. So go like, share, heart, do all that stuff to all these other creators. Because while this is a fun thing that I am bringing to the table for the Jersey Ghouls, this is by no means my idea. It all started. uh, So there is a booktuber by the name of Elizabeth Sagewood. She's been on our show before. And in October, she had done a couple videos and one of them she was calling it like a Tuesday tag. And every Tuesday she would do a tag video. So if anybody is very familiar with watching YouTube videos and things, I know there's over many different types of content creators, but doing a tag video is you answer a series of questions. And I said, you know, that would be super fun for the ghouls to do a tag video. We don't often do like a get to know you kind of Uh, episode for us. We're generally talking about a very specific topic. So I'm like, it would be super fun to do like a horror movie tag for the Jersey Ghouls. So I go online and I like Google horror movie tag and I find one that has been around for a couple of years. Um, But I'm going to be a little bit pretentious and say, while it looked like a cool tag to do, it was very vanilla. It was very like, have you ever used a Ouija board? Like, what's a movie that scares you? Which is a perfectly fine horror movie tag, but I felt like for people like us that really live and breathe the genre, I'm like, I feel like it's just like a little bit kind of meh, you know? Like, so I dug a little deeper and was Googling more information about different horror movie tags and, and horror movie questions. I forget the exact phrase that I came up with when I Googled it, but then I came across something that said the scariest things 
horror profile. And I was like, well, that's a little PDF that I'll click. So I click it and it is this series of 100 questions. And it was, um, it, it, it was brought about by a podcast called the Scariest Things Podcast. And one of their podcast members is named Eric Lee. And they put together this list and it's broken down into several categories. And the way that they did it on their show is it was very rapid fire. One person would ask a question and everybody just off the top of your head, answer the question. And I mean, it goes deep. It's everything from what is my first horror movie to who is the worst horror director to favorite horror novel, most depressing horror movies. Like it is such an extensive list of questions to put together your horror profile. So again, I'm going to have their podcast linked. Um, I will have their particular episode that they did for this. I believe it was episode number 73 is when they did this. So you could hear some of the hosts talk about um, their answers. And now on their podcast, they did it rapid fire. It was question one, answer, answer, answer. Question two, answer, answer, answer. We are going to do it a little bit differently. Our answers will be pretty much like gut answers off the cuff, but we might take a little bit of time to discuss some of our answers. Yeah. Uh, we are also only going to do the first 50 in this episode. And then in a later episode soon, we will cover 51 through 100. Um, so again, um, thank you to the Scariest Things podcast for making such a cool concept and putting this together. And again, not only will I have their show linked so you can go check them out, I will have this particular episode uh, of their show that when they go over this, and then I will have their PDF link. So if you want to try the horror profile for yourself. And you do. This is, I, I definitely recommend clicking on it. Follow along with us. Take a second, go find this and follow along. Because I have to say, this is the most fun I've had. And I had to think, like, we're, we're rapid firing this. This is whatever came to my head. But I did have to, there were a few where I was like, hmm and like had to take a pause so that's yeah you know definitely, definitely um but it's fun guys definitely do this along with us i think it'll make it a lot more fun for you and then you could see if your answers match ours okay so with that should we should we yeah, just jump right let's in jump right in um okay. you want to just like we'll just take turns asking the question sure. all right so um number one and this is under the category of openers the best horror movie opening scene jackie scream Ah, me too. Yay! God, this is like our own weird love connection too. Like, let's see how many newlywed game. (laughs) This is is our very own newlywed. Oh God, so good, right? Like one of the scariest, most effective, most iconic now of all time. It is. It is. I know a lot of people have the gut reaction to say ghost ship because the opening for ghost ship is clipping all really, really cool. It is. Um, but there, you know what? There's just a little bit. There's just not even a little bit. I'm going to rephrase that. There is so much weight behind what Scream became and what it means to horror fans. And I mean, just the whole fucking batshit moment where, wait a minute, Drew Barrymore just died. Like, Mm -hmm. isn't she the lead of the movie? Like, you you just killed Drew Barrymore. Love it. Yeah, so definitely. Oh, I love that that was, I love that our very first one was a love connection. Yeah, it is a love connection. This one, however, will not be the next one. No. Uh, so the next question is my very first horror movie. 
I put the midnight hour just because I know for a fact I watched that over and over and over and over and over again when I was very yeah. tiny. Uh, and I think for me, it's probably the Monster Squad nice. because I was allowed to watch that one as opposed to the ones that like I had to watch like edited on edit edited on cable. So I think like in total, like I got to rent the video. Yeah, it's got to be Monster Squad. Fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one, I think maybe on this one, first R-rated horror movie. Mine is definitely a Nightmare on Elm Street. Mine too, Boo Bear. Yeah. Because I remember so vividly being like me and just that was really when I just, but I probably watched it at like five. You watched it at like. I'm a little bit older. We've talked about on the show that my Stockholm syndrome with horror, because Mm -hmm. my brother had the door length Freddy poster (laughs) that I saw every night before I closed my eyes. And at first I was fucking terrified, but soon I was like, oh, Freddy, just moisturize, boo. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. All right. All right, uh, number four, horror movie I love. Return of the Living Dead. There you go. Demon Knight. Ooh, I, good one. Good one. Always you, you love Knight. that fucking movie. Love that fucking movie. <laughs> this one, mine is going to be no surprise to anybody who even really listens. Horror movie I hate. What'd you put, smartass? Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Wow, Which that hurts my heart. That movie. You know that I know, <laughs> I know. It breaks a lot of people's hearts. Yeah, I, that hurts my heart. I cannot stand that movie. <laughs> fair, fair. Yeah. I, I love me some fucking stretch. Um, me fucking hostile. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, I know. What? So surprising. Super Don't worry. surprised by that. Not the last time you're gonna hear Eli Roth's words coming out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> number six is favorite horror sub genre for you i went slasher that's my that's my bet that you put slashers 80s no wow i uh all right what'd you put i i'm gonna cheat because i can't decide which one (laughs) i should have known that was the other known um no you know what i won't cheat i won't cheat she had the finger for that one i won't i don't don't know i'm gonna say them both because i just don't know i can't decide whether my favorite is a haunted house mm. or found footage. Oh, you do love both of those so much. Oh, yeah. Part of me wants yeah. to say like it's it's got to be haunted house because like there's nothing. I agree. Than you're a, a good sucker. Story. Which is so ironic because you're such a like eh, fuck you guys are real. And yet, <laughs> like you literally spent an it. entire morning roasting ghosts to me. But I, by the way, I'm watching that show tonight. But um, because I'm so you hyped it up so much, it's, I'm like ready for the wildest. It's so time. ridiculous. <laughs> it is stupid. I love Becky's it. Becky's obsessed with uh, making fun of how good so good it's bad what is it 28 it's called 28 days haunted it it was a netflix miniseries special i don't know i'm in it's like six Um. episodes of these (laughs) supposed hauntings and i don't you just you gotta watch it you're gonna piss yourself i I cannot wait (laughs) so what is yours what is your favorite subgenre zombies you know i love me a fucking zombie little zambos yeah (laughs) little zambos but you're right if i had to pick one of those above the other for you i can't do it horror movie you think is overrated are you what are you gonna say i feel like you're gonna hurt my feelings no you know it's the witch it's the witch (laughs) i thought that was gonna be allowed your fuck you i hate you list was all a24 was what i know you know what i can't say i hate that movie just because i love the actress anya taylor joy so so much that like i I can't i can't hate on that movie i can hate on that movie because i don't like it i Mm. do i do 100 think it is an overrated movie fair enough caveat asterisk star i love anya taylor joy just like with hereditary like i thought hereditary was good 
but I really love the element of Tony Collette. So I love mm. Anya Taylor Joy. She, I right. think she is so oh. so talented. So okay. that movie gets like a, the tiniest bit of a pass because she's in it. Fair, fair. What is but your I, overrated? Oh, this is a bit of a hot take, but I think everybody's pumping up the Terrifier movies too much. Oh wow! Okay, and it's annoying me a little bit. Like, yeah. cool, <laughs> I love the iconicness of Art the Clown, but let's not pretend these movies are something they're not. Uh, sorry, horror movie you think is underrated? You first. What do you got? Me? Yeah. Okay, this was the only one I cheated and could not pick one. Okay. Well, that's probably not true, but it's only one of the only ones. Um, my two are Assassination Nation, and I know you don't like that one, but I love it. And my one of my all-time favorite underdogs, and in the Apocalypse. Okay. I think okay. Anna and the Apocalypse is so much better than anybody gives a credit for it. And I listen to it all the time, the soundtrack. And Molly and I, it's like our favorite Christmas movie. So yeah. No, there are some catchy tunes. I really, yeah. I really do like some of the songs. I'm not a fan of all of them, mm, but I, I really do like some of the songs. A Hollywood Andy. Yeah, that will get thank you because that's now stuck in my head for the next seven months. So thank you for that. You're welcome. It's the holidays. You're fine. I know Here you don't go. acknowledge it's- this as the holidays, but too bad. <laughs> I was just saying to Chad tonight because we saw uh, a Christmas uh, or a, excuse me a holiday Starbucks commercial and you know we're, we're grumbly and I said I'm like I want to complain but I can't be a hypocrite because I was I've been trying to do Halloween since July 5th so I can't be <laughs> a hypocrite and come down yeah. on anybody for we wanting are. to like rock Christmas now because you know what you're doing it like do a me. month early I was trying to do like <laughs> Halloween in July so you do you, get a pass. you do love you get a pass. sneaking a little thank you thank you I love me a good um Christmas in November and we are recording this in early early November and I don't care I have that meme that's like Jack Skellington on the 30 first and then him into Christmas costume on the first like that is me in real life because I figure Thanksgiving gets that weekend I'll fucking give thanks yeah fuck you uh (laughs) you know fuck you uh pilgrims yay Indians and then I'll fucking do my whole fixings but then I'm just why just let me have Christmas now I'm ready I'm ready yeah bring it on 30 days is not enough I love having a good solid 60 days for Christmas out of the year that's fair that's fair um uh, my what is your underrated I think is underrated is as above so below mm. one of my one of my like one of the best found footage one. movies that I have seen in a while and like I I was blown away I've watched that one multiple times since we first watched it a couple years ago and I'm like this so movie's good. so freaking yeah. good and like all the different layers that it has where it's yeah. not just like it's not just found footage for for the no. sake of being a found footage movie there's like layers to it and there's mm-hmm. meaning and it's just it's shot really cool and there's just weird fucking people and catacombs I'm, I'm here for it no that's a good call that movie is underrated it's really good I enjoy it every time I, yeah good call yeah uh, so number nine, mm-hmm. favorite horror franchise of three or more films. Oh my God. So easy for me. Romero's of the Living Dead series, of course. Yeah. yeah. I went with the Child's Play slash Chucky series. I had a feeling, I, you know what? For a minute, I was like, you think she'll go Friday the 13th? And I was like, no, nah, I don't. But I wasn't, okay. I, I was a little torn. Fucking... I almost went Nightmare on Elm Street. I would have, that's where where I thought but, you would have leaned. I mean, I have to, I mean, I, I think that's, I mean, it's up there for me. But yeah. honestly, in the last good few ass years, movies. like honestly, in the last few years, like reaching for like one of my box sets, it's it's been the Child's Play Chucky box set recently. Like fair. the cult of Chucky is so much fun. So fun. <laughs> like, I, like I love the, like I the early Chucky. ones are great, but mm-hmm. the later ones, 
are so good and are legitimately good yeah and i have to say they make me happy and weird every i can there's a chucky movie for every mood you know like and i have to say it's also a series that kenzie and i have as like our special series and um the chucky series is good i think you if you gave it a shot you would actually be like oh this is fun but i know i've been i've been meaning to check out the the chucky series that's uh, you know you're gonna be so annoyed with the main kid though i will (laughs) Well, you'll be well, I figure when the it. original creator steps in and he's like, "Yeah, yeah I'm going to do a Don TV Mancini, show." What's his? I was going to say I'm blanking on his name. Don Mancini. Oh yes, yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like when he steps in and he's like, "Yeah, I'm going to do a Chucky series." I just, I, I'm lazy and I haven't gotten around to it, but Fair, I do yeah. want to watch the TV show. We get a lot. We really enjoy it. We've gotten a lot of laughs. It's, it has a lot of the same things you love about the the series. Good one. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Um, horror movie you could watch on repeat. Uh, Thirteen Ghosts the remake nice yeah uh trick or treat sam oh yes oh that's just that's warm fuzzies yeah that's a vibe that is warm fuzzies through and through and i i there's almost a spell part of me i had a moment of gatekeeping in uh the halloween store the other day i got like like irrevocably mad because i was like i'm so tired of how big sam is now because like when that movie literally didn't even come out in movies and like it was impossible to find on DVD and nobody knew it, there was something so special about feeling like Sam was my special thing. And while I'm so thankful that I have like 12,000 Sam items and like merch and mm-hmm. collectibles, it's almost like Figment where I'm like, I don't really want there to be a ton of stuff with that person on it because it's special and it's mine. And then <laughs> so. I'm like, no, Marissa, you're not a gatekeeper. No, you don't do that. You're not that person. Sorry. That's I, okay. I, you know, I, we're human. We yeah. all have those little streaks that it's mine. You can't have it. Right, you know, right. You and can't I, have it. It's mine. But I'm, I want the world to be gifted with the joys of Sam. Of course. Um, of course. <laughs> um, number 11. A good question. One of my a favorites. horror movie that made me fall in love with horror movies. God, there were so many for me. This was so hard. Yeah. But, and I'm going to cheat again here. I think it's my last cheat. Um, I, I'm going to go with, uh, to me, I'm going to go with Midnight Hour, obviously. Fright Night was a big one for me as a kid. Yeah. I watched it over and over and over again. And then the third one that I watched over and over, which is so stupid, is Waxworks. <laughs> Oh my God, Waxworks oh is so good though. <laughs> I love that movie. And the scene where they would eat the, like the vampire scene scared oh, the that's, fucking Honestly, when I think of that movie, <sighs> the vampire scene is the first yeah, one I go I to. That's, like, that's what I see in yeah. my head. Them eating like, oh, steak tartare. I know, like, and I, it that's has like an s and Marquis de Sade. Like that shit was not appropriate for a child to be watching, no, but no. here I was. Here no. I fucking was watching. And I didn't even know who the Marquis de Sade was for years after <laughs> yeah. that. Like, no like it's probably like two years, <laughs> two years ago. Yet little me fucking loved the shit out of it. And all I knew is that it made me feel weird. Like I was like, I, I recognized it was sexual, but I didn't know what it was. Fair. So yeah, so that's, yeah. And that's my fucking embarrassing, weird. I was way too young, but these three movies, while most kids were watching Disney movies and like, you know, G movies, I was watching those yeah. three fucking films on loop. And hey, I would sprinkle a little Annie and Dirty Dancing in. I'm not a psychopath. Of course. You are a well-balanced person. <laughs> not a freaking lunatic. <laughs> Just kidding. Movies don't make you crazy. All right. Um, um, <laughs> my answer, and this should be no surprise because like I said, it's 
this was almost one of the movies that I listed that I watch on repeat. Um, I tried, what I tried to do, I tried not to do any like repeat movies for these answers if I could avoid it. Okay. Uh, Ooh, which yeah, is me tough. too. Me it too. Was it tough, got hard. But, so I'm going to say that the movie that made me fall in love with horror movies, and it really does explain like things I love, the shape of how I look at movies, just what I go for with movies. No surprise, Sleepaway Camp Part 3, Teenage Wasteland. Like, I really think oh, that, like, that's, uh, yeah, okay. I watched that a ton. That one always was on like cable. That. And, like, that was really one of my first tastes into, like, the campy slasher genre. Ooh. Because at that point, like, I watched Nightmare on Elm Street and I had seen Friday the 13th. But, it like, that was in the time when it was, like, the earlier ones and it wasn't quite so campy, weird, goofy, like, it wasn't like very low budge looking because Ooh. they are getting more and more money. You've got New Line Studio um, behind them. And yeah, like, I don't know. There's something about Sleepaway Camp 3 that like, it, like and I had, I've mentioned before on multiple podcasts that of all the Sleepaways, Ooh. that's the one I watched first and that's the one I watched most. I didn't watch the original Sleepaway until many years after I had been watching part three. I like it. Hmm. All right. Um, our next, I didn't think that would be your pick, but I, I, I could see why fair. Oh yeah. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm digesting that one. Continue. <laughs> uh, so I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. So our next category is called cast and crew. Ooh, number this 12. one was hard. This one, you know what? Honestly, there was one of them, one of them that I struggled with and I had to think about and I'll tell, I'll talk about it when we get there, but the rest of them, I'm surprised at myself how rapid fire they came to me. So okay. for question number 12, best horror movie actor performance. All right. I'm curious. Number 12, I went Robert England. Okay. Who'd you go? Um, I no, I went with Craigie Craig Nels Nels. Oh <laughs> wow. I, Craig T. Nelson from Poltergeist. Wow. Playing playing Mr. Freeling from Poltergeist. I love it. Then we move the oh, you move the headstones, but you left the body. I, I love wow, his performance. Okay. That's, and we know see, that's awesome. Place. You special do have a Craigie. You have a little, a little piece of your heart carved out for Craigie Craig Craig. Um, I my thing is I think by far when I think of and I thought villains so often for these questions, but I was like, oh man, the the person who I feel like created a role and made it fucking perfection was his Freddy Krueger. I think oh that yeah, he yeah. did it so scary and then it became so funny and I was I was never bad at it. Like it was just it's iconic, right? And what is great about what he did is he made it scary, mm-hmm. then he went campy and he made it goofy. And, and then, then he, he brought back. it back with West yeah, Craig's how, nightmare. Right. He was terrifying in that one. A hundred percent agree with you. And to me, that makes him so brilliant. All right. Favorite horror movie actress. And this is performance. This is a big distinction. So there's different categories. This first category was what is the best performance for you? I said Ellen Burstyn, who plays Chris McNeil. <gasps> in the great Exorcist. answer fucking great answer yeah she does she fucking kills it and it's funny because i thought i was like oh obviously it's um what's her face in rosemary's baby right um oh mia farrow yeah but she's not who i picked and here's why there's only been one time in the entirety of my horror loving life which is literally since practically i was old enough to understand that i was watching films which is like age five in in 35 plus years the only time I've ever been completely like this person deserves an Oscar is Tony Collette and Hereditary. 
Oh, yeah. And I think Tony Collette often goes underrecognized for how mm-hmm. fucking brilliant she She's is. She's amazing. But I swear to God, when I watched that movie, I've never walked out of a horror movie and been like, if that person doesn't get a fucking Oscar, it's a travesty. And she didn't even get nominated and fuck the Academy because, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. the grief scene just kills me every time. That That is the most realistic portrayal of, of losing a child I could even ever fathom or ever want to get close enough to. All right, number 14, best horror movie actor legacy. So legacy was, this was a hard one because to, the, the Universal Monsters battled each other in, their, in my head and they all lost. So to me, Vincent Price took it. I also put Vincent yeah. Price. I did. Okay. Well, I, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you. I'm like, okay, Bela Lugosi, Boris Karloff. Karloff? And then I skipped, <laughs> fuck, fuck you. you. And then I skipped a couple years and I'm like, Peter Cushing, Christopher mm-hmm. Lee, Vincent Christopher Price. Christopher Lee, and yep, it was hard. Vincent it, just when I landed on me. Vincent Price, I'm like, I look at my own movie collection. Me too. And I'm like, you know, I, I, the Tingler on repeat. House on I thought I was Hill. your Tingler. You are my Tingler. <laughs> and I scream. Oh, no. Like it's it's got to be Vincent Price. And this is the perfect segue into the next question, number 15, which is best horror movie actress legacy. I know. I struggled because I'm like, honestly, my gut reaction, like the first thing I thought of, I'm like, okay, Elsa Lancaster, Ooh, Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. But then I'm like, but yeah, I mean, it was one of those I things where I'm like, I can, might... I could rattle off all these dudes. I'm like, but when it comes to the women and I feel bad because honestly, like with El- Elsa Lancaster, I know her from a grand total of three movies, Bride of Frankenstein, mm-hmm. Bell Book and Candle. And a couple years that. ago, a meme went around that was like, oh yeah, by the way, um, Bride of Frankenstein is in Mary Poppins. And I was like, what? What? Right. You know, I didn't even realize that she was Katie Nana. So I've seen three of her movies, but to me, Bride of Frankenstein is my, it's my favorite universal film, my favorite classic universal. But like, I really did struggle. This was my one struggle of like a legacy actress. See, I thought the, the modern legacy actresses are all modern actresses to me because yeah. they're the ones like back in the day like the women didn't get a seat at the table the way men yeah. did so to me it makes sense that all the women I thought of were more modern but who'd you wind up landing on I I you know I went with Elsa Lancaster it was wow, between okay. her sure and Patty McCormick who played the little girl in the bad seed oh that girl because I thought she was just so freaking yeah, scary but performance more um, than legacy right yeah, yeah but yeah so I I went with I well I went with Elsa Lancaster See, just because I, I felt like you know I think you can make a case for like Betty Davis or like you know um uh Joan Crawford maybe for her legacies too but yeah. I think they're so iconic in Hollywood that they they go uh, they're bigger than horror right like right. to me they're in my head th- both those women are bigger more iconic and to me all of the horror legacies I thought of were more modern I honestly almost gave it gave it to Neve Campbell because she's become Sydney, and to me that's such an iconic to me it was Jamie Lee Curtis with no hesitation whatsoever because I do subscribe to the new series and how beautiful it is but I agree with you I think there are no classic female legacy horror actresses but if you look at modern final girls modern girls like even like Sarah Michelle Gellar came to mind to Mm -hmm. me like she's such a horror icon you know like think of how many horror roles she's played um so there were women who came to mind for me they were all just new and this feels like the perfect time to take a quick break (sighs) ah the smell of the video store i love this place 
Do you remember when you could just look at the walls of covers? We had to choose just by looking at the cover and reading the crappy synopsis. It was, you were leaving with one. And the only way to know what new movies were coming out is you actually had to watch the trailers instead of skipping them. Right, we didn't have the internet to look it up. We had one guy named Todd behind the counter that would tell us what was good or not. (laughs) And Todd strangely liked way too many romantic comedies. Yes, but you always knew when the boobies were coming because Todd made sure. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and remember all the awful CG we had to put up with in the mid-90s? We talk about that a lot, don't we? Join us on Analog Jones and the Temple Film where we talk about VHS tapes. And we wax nostalgia like none other. The next ones are so fun. I feel like we have the same answer for number 16. So this category... I'm curious. I don't know. This category for... It's supposed... Actually, 16 is horror movie actor. Yeah, 17 is supposed to be actress. actress and it's yeah. cheese and sleeves cheese so it's and like sleeves. favorite horror movie actor and actress cheese and sleeves and my two were easy for me but i don't know that we're gonna have the same i went with bill mosley and sherry moon zombie wow who'd you go with for cheese and sleeves i yeah. went with linnea quigley and bruce campbell wow great answers okay here's for me why bill mosley plays two of my favorite fucking creepy sleazies and that is otis firefly and chop top and i love how cheesy and sleazy both of these characters are chef's kiss and same thing for sherry mooch as much as everybody hates her uh she some of the characters she plays in those movies are the cheesiest and the sleaze really put me over the edge see now you're right linnea would have been a perfect so i interpreted that completely differently than you did because i interpreted cheese and sleaze meaning like kind of like the campy 70 80s era oh which to me you're right Linnea so hence why I went with Linnea I love this is the fun thing about also how we're interpreting the questions like I love your explanation of cheat like yes like Bill Mosley plays some grody fucking grimy take a shower and even top top oh I know him always Ugh. See when another reason I don't like Texas Chainsaw too. <laughs> yeah, when he keeps scratching his it's gross terrible. metal plate with a hanger, <laughs> get out of here! You're disgusting, chopped up. He get eats out. it. It's hysterical. It's so cheesy yet sleazy. So nasty. Those are good. All four are solid answers. <laughs> Number eighteen. Really, like I lost sleep over eighteen. Asking me my favorite horror villain. That's like. Choosing between my children, which one's yeah. my favorite? I won't. Don't make me do it. I won't. <laughs> what did you pick for this? I'm so curious. I, you know what? I had to go, go tried and true with Freddy Krueger. I knew you were going to do Freddy. Yeah. He's, I, the, he's I, the reason that, you know, he's the reason for the season. So I had to, I had to go with Freddy. Man, when I tell you, I, lo- ow, I, I, it's, bl- it's the only one that's blank right now. Really? Because I, to me, it's like, and so here's my cheapy answer. If I have to have an answer and the thing that just jumps out at me, the strangers, because to me, there is nothing scarier than someone who would just come kill me because they're a complete fucking psychopath. And because it's just a purely haphazard, you got fucked. And when I think about my true fears in this life, just getting killed for for a random reason of random act of violence is terrifying. Just because you were there. 
Right. Just because yeah. you were home. Right. That's what they say in that movie. And it's the most haunting. It's funny games. It's every movie where just two people show up at your door and decide to kill you. And so that to me, my villain is the, the stranger that shows up and kills okay. you. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's very the only thing that actually scares yeah, yeah. the only thing that actually scares me. Um, favorite horror movie protagonist. Mine's not going to be a surprise. I said Sean from Shaun of the Dead. I love that answer. He makes me so, he makes my heart so happy. Yeah. Mine was Laurie Strode, of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, I got a soft spot for her. I know she's not the best, but man, do I love the, what that character evolved into. Number 20, I, am I an idiot? Because I, <laughs> all I could think of here was either Dracula or Frankenstein, but. No, that's, I, I went I with Frankenstein's Drac. monster from Monster Squad. Yeah. Oh, oh not the oh he's yeah. my shoopy yeah, <laughs> that's such shoopy. a good one because i just want to hold his hand and give him a teddy bear right we need oh. scraps Get oh yeah I no i did a thousand but that was like the moment that's a good I, read answer. That. I put dracula but i was like is he supposed to be the protagonist because i'm here for him <laughs> <laughs> i think i i, I misunderstood the question <laughs> it was a like horror movie character you really should like worship but you do anyway because he's a monster it's dracula, dracula but as far as protagonist is also the monster frankenstein was you know uh, though we could say that uh, a horror movie protagonist that's also a monster gary oldman is dracula there's some redeeming qualities in the way he portrays his dracula also we want to have sex with him so <laughs> just to throw it out there just throw it out there fair just enough just uh, hashtag just saying just saying number 21 favorite horror movie sidekick or lackey and see this is where Sean I put Ed from Sean okay because even though he's the worst you have you don't care because he's your bestie and so you take it's like how you put up with me no matter what and you're like <laughs> and I'm like I'll stop doing it when you stop laughing like yeah <laughs> it's you I, to me everybody's got that friend that like and I'm that for I'm the end in our relationship that's why you put Sean for that one up there and I put it because I'm the end and I love he's just perfect and then at the end when he's a zombie and they still have their best life at the yeah. end I love it so I put it what'd you put for that one uh, same name, different movie. I put Evil Ed from 1985's <gasps> Fright Night. He was my almost put pick too. Cause I, I real cool Evil for each day. Me You're too. You're so cool. You're so cool. I like when he dresses up like the doll Me and he's too. got the wig on. <laughs> and he dies such a, work. like a gruesome, gruesome mm, death. It like, gets so just, real. It yeah. is, but I love, I love the Even way. Even in the remake, it. I like the way what, uh, McLovin does Evil Ed. Love it. All right. Favorite male horror movie director. This was obvious for me, fucking Romero. Same, Wes Craven. We yeah. we just that had this conversation on the ride home. So obvious, right? <laughs> on the ride home from Creature Feature Drive-In, we <laughs> had this conversation about Romero and Craven, and mm-hmm. yeah, that's it's a given for both of us. Favorite female horror movie director. So it's again, what the fucking what the actual fuck is? It's so much harder to find a woman with a huge legacy in horror. But to me, I'm gonna give it to, and I'm just doing this to at a pure feminist love. I'm gonna give it to Julia Ducournau from uh Titane at Raw because okay. she's doing something that nobody else is doing she's getting big money to do it she's getting big attention and fuck it I really want to see what she does next yeah I have Rachel Talalay she has done some of the Nightmare on Elm Streets she has um, done Doctor cool. Who she has awesome. done a lot of stuff like I had to admit I didn't know her I'm sorry yeah like it's one of those if you look her up you you have seen so much of her work she okay. directed um Freddy's dead oh she, cool. she directed part six so, which I like, like part six yeah so. yeah so and she's fun like and like I said she's done if you look at her body of work as a director you've seen so much stuff that she's done 
Okay. All right. Yeah, that's a respectable answer. I'm sorry. I didn't know. I didn't know her. Worst horror movie director? Yeah. Eli Roth. I want to dance. I want to celebrate Eli and all his terribleness. Uh, <sighs> if you've even if you've even once listened to this show, it's funny. He <laughs> he tweeted the other day about people hating on him, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> like I was like, "Never, Ooh. Eli." He basically He's probably like, heard our episode. I fucking hope he does. I hope he hears this. <laughs> Number 25. And this is moving on to horror film craft. This is where we put on our film school pretentious pants. I'm excited. Excited. Because the first question is favorite movie, horror movie studio. A24. Yeah. I I am. I'm sorry. I know. I know. I know what you went with New Line, right? No, no. I went with the Robert Zemeckis joint Dark Castle. Dark Mm -hmm. Castle is like you. That's perfect for you. Dark Castle is. (laughs) chef's kiss Robert Zemeckis is one of my favorite directors of all time and yeah now I went Dark Castle love it uh number 26 favorite horror movie original score you're so much more musical than I am but the only one I've ever listened to and with intention and purpose is Suspiria soundtrack and Goblin yeah no Suspiria I mean that's yeah that is like so iconic um I went with Beetlejuice because Danny Elfman, and also I didn't know. I thought that you if, were going to go Elfman. I just didn't I didn't know, which know one. if Edward Scissorhands counted enough as horror, horror adjacent. Yeah, yeah but I, I figured that one. Beetle, we can do Beetlejuice. Yeah, just as good. I knew you were going to do. I knew it was going to be Elfman. I just yeah. didn't know. Which oh, one oh one. yeah, absolutely. Twenty-seven. I'm really curious to hear what you put for this one: a horror movie soundtrack or song? Favorite horror movie soundtrack or song? I put the theme from the original Hellraiser movie. That's wow. Okay. Like very orchestral. Didn't see that coming. It, like, yeah, builds. I, I like that's one that like I get goosebumps for. I love, I love that opening song from Hellraiser. Okay. Um, I went soundtrack and I went and in the apocalypse, which I was shocked for because my knee jerk was Rocky Horror, because I was like, that's like the horror soundtrack that changes your life, right? Yeah. But for any geek. But and in the apocalypse lately, if man, if I'm picking and I was using your litmus test of which one am I putting on, it's Anna the Apocalypse every time lately for me yeah so yeah um next one was most iconic sound effect or audio cue I, maybe i think i misunderstood the question i put the theme from holly halloween um i think so i took that as they're saying theme or, or uh, sound, I'm sorry, effect. sound effect or yeah. audio cue i went with psycho the knife the ring, ring, oh, ring, ring, ring. like that audio cue. that's so much better of an answer yeah. yeah that's a great yeah i didn't know if the halloween the ding 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 counted as a sound effect probably not okay yeah sound effect you're right you're right that's a great answer uh, apologies i had a feeling i, under, no. I understood that one hey <laughs> these are open to our interpretation we want to just keep Aww, i mean thanks, the halloween soundtrack is it's pretty the, that opening that's that's i just feel like yeah top shelf mm. All right, this one, I had a feeling I knew who you were going to put for this. Makeup, favorite makeup or special effect artist? This was tough. For you, this, yeah, because you're, you're an effects gal. But I, I mean, maybe this is basic bitch of me, but I went with Rick Baker. No, that's not basic bitch at all. My answers are basic bitch. Yours are much better. Um, I went with Rob Button. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sitting here thinking... Uh, v neil rob botten mm-hmm. stan winston like yeah there's uh, but, so I mean, many it was hard at the end of the day i think when 
someone walks down the street and go name a special effects guy i'm gonna go rick baker (laughs) like it's just that's the knee-jerk reaction i'm always gonna say rick baker first totally is he the absolute best i mean can't can we compare him to stan winston I don't know. But I don't know, like knee-jerk reaction. Uh, you put me on the Baker. spot. Yeah. I'm going to say Rick Baker. Me too. And I, I only chose Botten because the thing to me is the most ultimate. The only yeah. time special effects have truly, truly like haunted my life. Like, you know, <laughs> and plus he did Game of Thrones. I mean, come on. Um, favorite monster costume? I was really torn on this. Ooh. And the answer that I came up with um, there has to be a little bit of backstory because you really never see this monster. But I put the Mothman from the Mothman prophecies, that movie oh. that came out years ago. And the reason I say this is because I remember watching that movie with my friend. I think I was watching that movie with my friend Carl. And forgive me if that's not the person I watched the movie with. But anyway, we were watching the movie. And there is a brief scene where it's in that the Mothman is in the same room where Richard Gere is. Mm-hmm. And at one point, like a closet or something opens and there's a mirror on the closet. And like when you're watching the movie, it's just a very quick blink and you'll miss it. You see something in the mirror. So we mm-hmm. rewound it and played it oh. back and like paused it. Like we had to try it a couple times, but we paused it at the moment when you actually see the Mothman. And it scared the ever-loving shit out of us. okay. And that has stuck with me. And honestly, if you ask me to describe it right now, I can't. It was very dark and it had red eyes. But I remember, I just remember in that moment Mm. being like, oh, holy shit, that haunts me. And like having a nightmare about it. Um, And like I said, you don't even really see it. I can't even describe it, but it's just a very strong memory of we paused it finally at the right moment. We saw the Mothman and I was very afraid. Wow. This one, see, it's so funny because I I took this in a completely different direction and I was like, what am I dressing up as if I have a chance or what's my favorite costume to see? And every time you give me a little kid dressed in classic Dracula, like that yeah. iconic bell like the little emblem yeah the, the little, little emblem and the cape and the widow's peak like you give me a good bella dracula and that yeah. is just makes my heart sing so that i went classic dracula because i didn't go with a good like i took it as like halloweeny more than oh yeah <laughs> um best horror movie special effect or makeup effect you go first yeah, because you're the you're more of a pro in this. Because the thing was the thing that just jumped to my head immediately. Okay. Um, because to me, when I think of like horror, horror movie special effects that have truly, truly fucking shaken me to my core, that movie is the one that comes up every time. Uh, how about you? I went with little Reagan McNeil from The Exorcist. Like when she oh, is at such the a end good call. and she's just got the cuts on her face and like the detail of her lips being so dry, they're cracked and starting to separate and like just the, ugh. Oh, um, yeah, such a good yeah. call. Ray, yeah. Reagan McNeil is um, like her oh, special I'm jealous of that. An- that is such a great answer. Yeah, I want to put, I want to change my answer. That's how good that one is. <laughs> let's, let's edit it in post. Yeah. <laughs> we'll I want to see Reagan McNeil too. <laughs> You're right, Jackie. That's, that's my answer. Um, <laughs> such a great answer. All right, I love this question so much. I'm going to be happy. Most embarrassingly bad horror movie special effect or makeup? You go first. I said the trolls from Troll 2. Oh, that's such a good... Because <laughs> they're essentially just like uh, rubber masks. Neil Bog, you mean? Oh my uh, from, from Neil Bog, yeah. Oh my... The trolls from Neil Bog. Uh, yeah, I said <laughs> Troll 2. 
which maybe is a cop-out answer because that is just classically such a so bad movie but but like that one scene when they're all kind of like running with their sticks like they're trying to be fucking Ewoks and they're clearly just in little masks like I fucking love it I'll defend that movie but I will also talk some shit I like the movie but at times Pennywise special effects for me were in the new movie in the new one okay yeah fucking clownish like where it like took me out because I was so busy laughing at it that like, like at the just, end when he's like, when he was, like doing little the wrangly John yeah, yeah yeah the little wrangly I love that you said John Philly um <laughs> and she, she I was literally when he does the dance I'm like this is so fucking stupid oh yeah like, like where his head is stationary and he's doing his little yeah who dance it literally took me out of it so don't fuck me up with makeup and shit I don't like it <laughs> <laughs> how dare you number 33 most beautiful horror movie art direction now we gotta get fancy like the oscars now it's the part of the oscars where everybody goes to take a pee uh i actually went bram stoker's dracula Ooh, very good choice it's very beautiful to me it is very beautiful just very beautiful art direction i went with house of the devil because that is also very beautiful yeah very beautiful and it's like that's a movie where if somebody didn't know and you're like oh yeah there's this movie from the 80s you should watch it's really cool and if you had no idea like who who made it you'd be like yeah this is a movie from the 80s like aesthetically just and the way that it looks fucking great finish i thought house of the devil was gorgeous fucking great answer yeah you're right they really kill it with that one number 34 most beautiful cinematography you're not gonna like my answer because I chose the witch the witch I just think it like fuck if ever I thought this is what it feels like to be (laughs) living in colonial Salem then that's to me it's just the vibe was so fucking and it's just beautiful it's just beautifully shot I don't know continue (laughs) um I don't know if this answer is cheating or not Hmm. but I Titanic (laughs) no I'm just kidding (laughs) I went with a nightmare before Christmas Oh no! I does that does that does stop motion animation count for huh. cinematography? I mean, I listen. I'm not classy enough to know the answer to that, but I will <laughs> yeah, allow it. I'll allow yeah, it. excellent, excellent. Right, I'm um, done. And the last one in this category, yeah. thirty-five coolest horror movie prop, gadget, or weapon. I'm dying to know your answer to this one. The, the Freddy's glove. I went with Freddy's glove. To me, classic. Again, what first thing I thought of, which again we we have our stuff written down but we all we like we wrote down the first thing we thought of and like i want to be cool and try to think of something else but uh, freddy's glove fair yeah then to me i went the necronomicon that's badass because it just scares me <laughs> it was either that or the pin the what the fuck is the thing the hellraiser oh the um i would have had to google it because i would have just called it the hellraiser boop 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 puzzle that's the lament configuration no yeah I, I went with what actually scares me and, and the necronomicon one for me yeah no that's it's grody all right let's do let's do this one as a speed round in earnest we'll alternate and we'll do every other you start horror moments so this category is all horror moments. Okay. Jackie, start us off. Number 36, most intense scene that I had to cover my eyes. All of inside. Okay. I went with the uh, 1990 Stephen King's It, the first scene when Pennywise, Pennywise opens his mouth and he rips off Georgie's arm. Ooh. You just see all those razor teeth. So yeah, that yeah. scared the shit out of me. Perfect. Most shocking surprise moment um in 
the American remake of The Ring, the first time we see the face effect from what happens, you and I were in the movie theater together. We screamed super loud. <laughs> I cover, I legitimately like look down and like pretend I was looking at something else. Cause I, the first time we see that face, wasn't ready for it. <laughs> Sleepaway camp because I never saw it coming as a sweet baby. Oh yeah. <laughs> who, who would have seen that coming? Who would have seen that coming? Never saw it coming. Um, number 38, most revolting horror gory moments. My answer is stupid, but it's so personal. The crucifix scene from The Exorcist. Because to me, it's just so it's truly revolting to yeah. me. Um, anytime we see the slug woman from Puppet Master. <laughs> be her for halloween so i hate it i hate i hate when things like that i hate when people vomit stuff and things are oh i don't like mouth stuff oh, uh, <laughs> number 39 saddest moment in a horror movie that made you cry or close to it it was hereditary. It was Tony Collette. I hate, I hate reusing an answer. That scene has stuck with me my for the entirety of my adulthood. Yeah, there's nothing scarier. Um, you? Um, so the scene in the stand when Franny is singing Amazing Grace and sewing up her father's like <gasps> funeral cloth and burying Ooh, him. Ooh, like that one, like to this day. I watch this movie constantly, and that one will still get me misty-eyed when yeah. she's sitting there like literally sewing him in oh, sheets to bury him. So sad. M O O N. That spells sad. That's that spells uh, super sad. <laughs> that does. A <laughs> uh, goofiest horror movie moment. I put any scene from Army of Darkness because that is just bananas from start to finish. Oh my God, I did the same thing, but with a different movie. I put any scene from Dead Alive. Uh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So perfect. Uh, number 41, favorite trope. Oh my God. For me, it had to be the final girl, right? Okay. You know, for me, it build is a career like, on it. Yeah. For me, it is the, the blink and you miss it background stuff. <gasps> you do love that. Yeah. That you so do much. love yourself a good, and you catch them. Like I, I try, yeah. I'm too scared that I usually avoid them, but you catch them all. You're always like, did you see that? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, 40, this was hard. Um, oh no, it's your turn. Sorry. Number 40, 41, right? No. 42. 42. Number 42, most overused and annoying trope. See, I said the jump scare. I said sex kills. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, but you want them to stop using sex kills? They make me giggle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I think I'm over it. I think because I watch so many slashers, I'm just over the sex kills thing. Like sex isn't a bad thing. Like stop, you know, stop yeah. being so moral horror yeah. movies. Okay. Okay. Seriously. Stop being so moral. That's like right. sex is fun and great and cool. And you shouldn't be threatened with death just because you want to do a little, little nasty. Right. No, that's a good point. I just, um, if it's not done well, a jump scare, just don't biologically. Yes, I'm going to jump. It's biologically like part of my nature, especially yeah. as an anxious person. But like, like Meg, Mike Flanagan does a good, real jump scare where it's beautiful and important and cool but also a jump scare and then i don't mind it but when it's just a jump scare for the sake of jump scares then fucking knock it off yeah um most original screenplay all right we are in the horror storytelling and scripting yes this this was easy for me because i love writing so much number 43 Mm -hmm. screenplay most i said us Ooh, i really like that's a classy answer I said Shaun of the Dead. 
because I just think it's so clever. It's so funny. And yes. anybody who could do horror and comedy well deserves a tip of the old hat. Tip of the hat. Yep. Tip of the hat. Number 44, most surprising plot twist. Spoiler alert. That's what it says in the question. Spoiler um, alert. I got to tell you, I, you know me. I never see it coming. I'm very dumb at solving plots. But Goodnight Mommy really made me clutch my pearls. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen Goodnight Mommy. Ooh, we should do that one. Okay. okay. Um, I went for The Sixth Sense. Oh, didn't I had see no that idea. would come in either. Nope. No idea. My blood. None whatsoever. My Honestly, I don't. I'm the same way. I never guess the endings. <laughs> and the few times that I have guessed the ending, I get mad at the movie. Because you're obviously, if I can guess your ending, you've done something you wrong because I'm an idiot. Like, what are you doing? What <laughs> That's are how you I doing? feel too. And I like being delighted and t- yeah. titillated. Titillated. <laughs> So yeah, I, with, I don't, I almost don't try to get with the sixth sense. Like I was the one that was in like the theater, like, Oh my God. Me too. You, oh my God. He's dead. Like I was blown away by <laughs> the sixth sense. Oh, blown away. I'm always blown away though. I've, I never see a surprise ending coming. Horror movie that made me laugh the most. What we do in the shadows. Me too. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. The, Start the, to the, the, I think one of the greatest moments in that is when Viago fights the girl and he gets her right in the juggler and he's like the blood is just everywhere and he's like laying down newspaper over oh the God. blood like I just it that makes me so ha- that movie just makes me so happy I quote Stupid. that movie yeah I love the part where he's doing the little like the the, the biscotti like I, <laughs> that movie is brilliant maybe I should switch that and my, can I change my answers for the screenplay give it to them and then Sean and I don't know they both I love them both so much They're I won't pick amazing. between Sean and the dead and what we do yeah <laughs> don't make me do it i won't don't make me do it i won't do it number 46 best sequel i can't wait because you i said dawn of the dead i said evil dead too best remake um i this one is is the thing john carpenter's i knew you were gonna say that yeah Yeah. i said evil dead because i tried to i stuck modern like i tried not to do the like remake that everybody forgets there was even one before like the thing like the thing but, yeah, or like um what was the one with the people the invasion of the body snatchers like you know how like nobody thinks about the you know yeah but um even though i really do like the original that one too i think the evil dead remake for modern remakes was pretty fucking good yeah i know that's you fair. you don't share that i don't opinion. share and that's fine that's <laughs> fine yeah i'm not a big fan of remakes so when i can go for a remake that for no one remembers as a remake remake right <laughs> the thing she's like scarface um <laughs> worst sequel i said not- pets pet cemetery 2 wow i love that movie though it's I, so I, weird you don't like it i don't like it i thought texas chainsaw would go down for this one too no i that can that, that i've already answered with that one. yeah worst <laughs> worst sequel um yeah i don't i did not like it compared to what pet cemetery was okay fair yeah this one was just yeah I was Uh, yeah I watched it the one time for the show and I was like never again (laughs) oh yes yeah I I think it's bonkers in some fun really fun ways uh fair enough though yeah that movie's not totally up to stuff with what did you go for for what is what is the worst one for you Friday the 13th part two for me okay which I know Friday the 13th part two isn't a bad sequel relatively speaking but I thought the first one was so cool and so interesting if you take that away from the rest of the films you have a really fascinating really cool fucking horror movie to study but then once you go you mucked it up with this iconic bullshit I think the second one really goofed it up but again compared to all the other crappy the Friday the 13th movies part two is not so bad but I just really like 
I like the OG version, you know, like I wish it would have, I think we'd be talking about it very differently if it didn't have five bagillion sequels. That's, that is very, very true. Um, number 49. Jackie's like, I remake. too many to choose from. I have a CVS receipt <laughs> length you of do. worst. Of worst. Mine's Nightmare on Elm Street because God damn, and I wanted it to succeed for Jackie Earl Haley, but. Yeah, um, I didn't see that one. Well, you didn't um, see most of the ones that I are the worst ones. <laughs> um, I said Rob Zombie's Halloween. Wow, fair enough. Okay, yeah. I don't. I, I, I don't need. Rape. By... I don't. I don't need rape in Halloween. So, yeah, the part yeah. with yeah, then the in the hospital, like mm-hmm. there was that's that's not necessary to storytelling, and you know, like we, I, I, I don't need too much of a backstory. Yeah, like I just we've talked about this before, where sometimes like a little is enough, and like the whole mystique of Michael Myers is there's just dude that shows up just starts killing people mm-hmm. and we don't need a reason I don't need a backstory I don't need to see that he was abused or this and that and very disappointed in that one and um I think it's terrible fair fair I like I like the what they did with the beginning but then it got monkey fair and last but not least for this part which is part one of this the, the 50th question guilty pleasure movie so bad it's a good favorite and I I want to quote you here and being like, I don't really, I'm not guilty of any of my pleasures. <laughs> like I, I own my pleasures and I love that, but I will admit Rob Zombie films are to me a guilty pleasure because ever, like, I think there's a part of me that recognizes that they're crappy movies, but my God, I love House of a Thousand Corpses. I just watched it on Halloween, as a matter of fact, uh, to fall asleep. I just, I love me and Devil's Rejects, I will, I will be very cautious with and Halloween too, I never watch, but like even like Lords of Salem, like, I don't know. I, I like me a Rob Zombie film. I'm sorry. I know <laughs> they're bad. Fine. I know That's they're fine. Bad. <laughs> How about you? Killer Clowns from Outer Space. It is so bad. That's another one I watched on Halloween, as a matter of fact. Nice. Yeah. Thank you for sharing this idea. I thought it was a fun idea to bring to our table. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, um, I'm going to make sure that everything is linked in the show mm-hmm. notes. Again, check out the Scariest Things podcast. Um, Eric Lee, one of the members of that podcast, he came up with this whole list, put it all together. There's a PDF out there. Um, stay tuned guys, because in a couple episodes, we are going to tackle questions 51 through 100. We would love to hear if you guys do this, calling all of our creeps and podcast friends. We want to hear your answers. We want to hear what your horror profile is. Um, let us know what is there a section like i said we'll have the pdf uh down below if you want to do it by section if you want to do the whole thing let us know we would love it and again please go show some love to the scariest things podcast for being the group that put this out woohoo and uh don't forget to do the thing where you check us out and you make sure you follow us like us subscribe definitely give us some comments send us some feedback i would love to hear people's answers for these first i'm always fascinated by answers to quizzes um so i love hearing these and i know there are answers out there that are probably better than mine so please have at it uh and yeah thanks for tuning in bye-bye What was I thinking? This isn't Disney. I'm way off script and losing the plot. Things don't work out that way. I'm not McConaughey turning the charm on calling the shots. If this was a movie, maybe she would be willing to share my world. I'm starting to realize sometimes the nice guys don't always get the girl. 
You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 